can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy Duposito. The Celtics fall 130-124 to the Miami Heat. Uh, Going to run today's podcast fairly similar to the norm, uh, but go through player of the game. I'm going to start with the bad, and try. I'm going to try to end things on a high note here uh, because this is, this is a game that hurts. Uh, it is... A game that we really needed to win to kind of stay away from that playing game. And right now it's not looking good. We're two games back of the heat. Uh, So we're going to try to end on a positive note. With that being said, want to dive into player of the game here. And it has to go to Evan Fournier. I think he was by far the best player on the Celtics today. And you saw in the third quarter specifically, uh, the entire offense was pretty much surrounded by him. Uh, The entire offense ran through Fournier for the most part. He was hitting all the corner threes. He was driving, dishing, getting to the free throw line. Uh, And then when you took him out of the game, the offense just completely shut down. But we looked really good in in those stretches, in the third quarter and in the fourth quarter that he was on the court tonight. It's unfortunate looking at the game. I mean, you look... Almost everybody was negative as far as plus minus goes. Fournier was a minus two. Uh, Tatum, minus 14. I mean, we did have Kemba and Marcus uh, that had positives, but few and far between. Tonight was a a really tough game overall. Uh, But I think Evan Fournier played really well. And this is the guy that, you know, again, everyone kind of gave a lot of shit to. Because uh, he wasn't playing up to up to Celtic standards, and I and I get that. I was frustrated with this performance too, but I've also been saying all along that this is a this is just a weird disease. It's a weird season. You don't know how it's going to affect all the players. Fournier got hit pretty hard. He came out said that he was having concussion like symptoms after having it. Uh, his I don't know. It's it's just tough to play the game when your depth perception is off and <laughs> you have a blinding light in the back of your eye when you're playing under playing in the stadium like it's hard to play normally never mind throwing all that on top of it but tonight the last 3 games actually he's been fantastic uh tonight probably his best performance as a Celtic uh 30 points Three rebounds, eight assists. So again, moving the ball very well. Also added in a block. And honestly, a couple plays defensively, he looked really good. Like really good. There's a couple. Right now the stat sheet says zero steals. He contributed to a couple that I remembered um, that led to pretty good shots in transition for the Celtics. So... This is a game that had Evan Fournier's imprint on it up and down. But super efficient again tonight. 11 of 16 from the field. 7 of 11 from 3. It just wasn't enough. We didn't have enough performances like this. So it's it's a frustrating loss. It really is. Offensively, 
we didn't do a bad job by any means, but we just didn't do a single thing defensively in the first half. We got absolutely torched. And that's where I'm going to dive into some of the negatives here. The Celtics gave up 79 first half points, which is the most points allowed at home in franchise history. In franchise history. One of the most storied franchises in the NBA. Been around forever. And this is the worst first half of basketball ever. And obviously, like... Listen, I, I get it. The game is trending that direction anyway. There's just naturally, there's more scoring in the league now than there was back in the 70s, 80s. Teams weren't putting up 120 points on a consistent basis like it's happening now. Uh, with that being said, it's just, it, we gave up 36 points in the first, got outscored by 13, gave up 43 points in the second got outscored by 13. We've talked about this all season long. When the Celtics lose and we play like we did today, we usually have one quarter where we get outscored by double digits. And tonight, that happened twice. Two quarters in a row. And like we did well. We made a pretty good comeback on the second in the second half, but the first half was just abysmal basketball. Not moving the ball very well. They came out super flat. No energy. And defensively, we just... We couldn't hold any... We couldn't hold them to do anything. So that part is just... It's annoying. Because up and down, their entire starting lineup had double digits. Tyler Hero off the bench also had double digits. So it's just... It's tough. It's tough. And to add to the the negative aspects of this uh, is Time Lord. Like, he played 11 minutes, four points, two rebounds, two assists. Looked okay, I guess. That was, he was also part of, you know, the first half debacle that we just sucked in. But he left the game at halftime. With turf toe, didn't play the entire second half because of it. So just when it looks like the Celtics are shaping up to have their first probably healthy injury report for Tuesday's game against the Heat, it we just don't know. We don't know if Time Lord's going to be playing or not. It sounds like JB will, which is good. Uh, but having Time Lord miss time, it's just... We keep getting to a point in the season where we're playing decent basketball and something happens, whether it's an injury or a, a COVID break or or anything, really. But the Celtics just can't build any sort of continuity with each other. Like, we haven't had a healthy team all season long. It's ridiculous. Like, we're 68 games into the season. 68 games, and we have not played a single game with a healthy injury report. And that is the most frustrating part of this season. And a lot of that you can kind of put back on the NBA and really their COVID protocols. Uh, But this team just, it's struggling. 
Like we have we have a good core of guys. And as much shit as Danny Ainge has gotten all season long, you look at this roster right now, as far as like throwing out your best nine players for a playoff series, one through nine are solid. Like we have a solid one through nine when we're healthy. Like having Fournier, Time uh Thompson, Pritchard, Neesmith, those guys coming off the bench, that's solid. It's it's solid. I mean, I'll say this. Neesmith has played excellent basketball the last two weeks. Peyton Pritchard, for whatever reason, didn't play a lot tonight. But again, we know what we can get from Pritchard. He's leading the team in three-point percentage on the season. Obviously, the sample size isn't as high as a guy like Tatum or Brown, but he can shoot, and he's shooting well. So the bones are there. But when we're not healthy, it just abs- it kills us. It kills us. And that's the part that the Celtics are struggling with. Like, it's not easy to... I'm not, trying to, I'm not using that as a, an excuse for the reason that we're playing as bad as we are. A lot of it comes down to energy, and we've talked about that. But it's not easy to play a game where you don't have all of your pieces. Like, it's not fair to criticize Danny in a situation where we really only should be playing nine guys. But the problem is we always have one or two or more guys on the injury report. So instead of playing one through nine, we're playing three through 11. And we're going deeper into our bench. And because we're going deeper into our bench, you don't want to give the guys that are playing that are those 10 and 11 guys a ton of time. So you'd go even deeper sometimes and add other guys into the mix. And it's just, it's not easy. And I know a lot of people are pointing fingers at Brad too. And again, some of it's fair. I don't think all of it's warranted, but some of it's fair. But when you have guys that are constantly missing time due to injury and time Lord has pretty much been that all season long, all career for him. It's, it puts you in a really tough position, a really tough spot. So I don't know. I mean, overall tonight, like that's one of the big issues with this team, obviously no Jalen Brown tonight. We still have a sol- a good enough roster to compete with these guys. The problem is we're just not. We're not coming out with energy. We can't give up 79 points and try to come back from that every time. Like, it's not It's not going to work. And it's happened time and time again. Like, this is almost like the season on repeat. It's just you're looking, the Celtics fall down deep, and we make a great comeback, and then we fall flat. Because we can't close. Like, we're throwing our guys out there, and they're playing a ton of minutes, and they're trying to put stuff together last second. And sometimes it happens, but you need, when you dig yourself into a 27 point hole, like, you need everything to work for you. You can't have mistakes, you can't have turnovers. And when that stuff happens, I mean, again, that's part of the game. But if you're talking about coming down from, coming back from 10, you're still allowed 
to make some mistakes here and there. And you still have the chance of making a comeback. When you did when you're down 27, you need to play a perfect game. That's just the way it works. And this Celtics team hasn't really proven all season long that they're capable of doing that. Like there's no there's no switch that you can just flip and the energy is there. I think what what you looked at in the third and fourth quarter, you saw them play with energy. And that right there is where they started to make the comeback. So that's what I want to dive into. I want to talk about some of the positives here. Because as shitty of a game, as bad of a loss as this is, it wasn't all negative. So I do want to dive into some of the positives here. Before we do so, I want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. All right, guys, time for a new favorite sponsor alert, Venture Greens Nutrition. Venture Greens Nutrition is changing the nutrition game forever. They offer one-on-one coaching where they build macro-based diets to get you moving in the right direction. As great as the coaching is, what I love most about Venture Green Nutrition is their line of CBD products. They have tinctures, salves, beard care, and gear, and the best part is, All Venture Greens Nutrition's products are formulated and manufactured in their own facilities in the United States. Check them out at VentureGreensNutrition.com. Use code CelticsTake15, that's CelticsTake15, for 15% off. You won't regret it. All right, let's take a quick second here. Shout out a new sponsor, Vidget. Vidget is the first gamified social network for sports bettors. It's 100% free to download and give sports bettors like me and you a place to talk about sports betting and compete against friends. Vidget has a free play sports book, which gives you the opportunity to win real prizes like t-shirts, Amazon gift cards, and even a PS5. They also have really cool betting league features, which kind of works like fantasy football for sports betting. Download today using the referral CeltsPod, that's C-E-L-T-S-P-O-D, and get 2,500 free coins to start betting with. All right, let's talk some positives here. Try to end on a high note. After being down 27, we decided to play with some energy in the third and fourth quarter, and you saw it on the box score too. Outscored Miami 31-26 in the third. Uh, that's not super indicative of how this game really went or how that quarter really went because the Celtics went on a couple different stretches where we were going like on 10-0 runs or like excellent runs, right? So yes, we outscored them by five, brought the deficit down a little bit. And then the fourth quarter, it was 40-25. So we completely flipped the script and played a very, very good game of basketball. And this is the problem. Like, the Miami Heat were still had all their guys in there. It's not like they went to the end of their bench. They stuck with a nine-man lineup the entire game. Jimmy Butler played 40 minutes. Uh, they, I mean, they do a good job. You know, Dragic was at 29, Ariza 36, Bam 33. One of the good things that we did was get Bam in foul trouble. We attacked the rim. We got him into foul trouble early. And that definitely helped with the comeback. A lot of it was when he wasn't on the court. But, I mean, it is at the end of the day, like, it just is extremely frustrating to watch 
the Celtics constantly try to battle back. What they did tonight, though, in those quarters that really gave them the chance was pushing the ball constantly. Like, we've seen all too many times Jason Tatum dribble the ball up, and by the time he gets over half court, there's like 18, 17 seconds left on the shot clock. Like, the entire third and fourth quarter, we were over half court with 20-plus seconds on the shot clock. We were pushing the pace. We were moving the ball well. We were driving. We were being aggressive. In the third quarter, we got into the bonus with, like, nine minutes left in the quarter. It might have even been ten. We played a very good brand of basketball, though. And... A lot of it a lot of it came down well, we talked about Fournier. He was outstanding in that third and fourth quarter. Uh, the offense kind of died when he left, but these are the type of players that the Celtics need to make a run. Like having Fournier back and looking like he's back in form, back in game shape after COVID for the first time. Uh, you know, these are the types of players that contending teams need and i'm not i'm not obviously going to sit here and say that we're a contending team because we haven't proven that whatsoever at this point in the season but at various parts of games we play we show that we're capable of playing up to that level the problem isn't playing at that level the problem is doing it consistently for 48 minutes but we show a lot of great spurts I think Fournier had an outstanding game. Tatum really struggled to start. Wasn't taking a bunch of shots. Actually, was a under 20 shots. 11 of 16. So, again, same as Fournier on that front. Uh, pretty efficient night. Uh, but overall, he wasn't attacking a lot early. A lot of those points came in the second half. Fournier was really the only one that had something going in the, the first half. Uh, I think Marcus Smart... Early, had a couple of unbelievable shots. Uh, And then he had a couple heat checks. (laughs) Just is the most polarizing player on the Celtics by far. Uh, But you also saw late in the game uh, an incredible steal on Jimmy Butler that resulted in us getting the ball after. So we have good plays. We have good spurts. We have good moments throughout all of these games. We just need to do it consistently. And one of the things tonight, I mean, you look at it, we obviously didn't have Jalen Brown. That part's annoying. Uh, But we got contributions from other guys. I mean, Kemba struggled for the most part. I mean, he did better at the end, uh, pretty much just like the rest of the team. But uh, we saw a lot of contributions from Neesmith. And Brad opted to go with a, a very different lineup later in the game. Uh, that involved Carson Edwards for whatever reason and not Pritchard. Uh, But the guy that really stepped up off the bench was Aaron Neesmith. He's the only one. So the bench, Carson Edwards had five. Neesmith, 16. No one else had more than two. Grant, two. Thompson, two. Cornette, two. But Aaron Neesmith came in 19 minutes. 16 points, 5 of 9 from the field, 2 of 5 from 3, 4 of 4 from the free throw line. 
I think he I think he played one of the better games on the team. Like really. He played outstanding basketball. Hustle plays again all over the place. Uh but his shot is just is there now. Like he's finally hitting it consistently. At least over the last week and a half, two weeks. So this is the this is the Aaron Eastmith that we need moving forward. Uh it, I don't know. I mean, you look at the game. There are a lot of things that we did really well looking in the second half. Uh, but you can't you can't dig yourself that into a grave that deep. 27 points is a lot of points to come back from. It's not going to happen more often than not. Or 26 points, I guess, was their largest lead. So, I don't know. That's what we got. It's uh, definitely a frustrating game at this point. We have to move past it. We play them again on Tuesday. Uh, So make sure to tune in. I mean, if you haven't followed me on Twitter already, guys, make sure to do so at NBA Celtics guy. Uh, Make sure to rate, review, uh, share with friends. Appreciate all that. Uh, More importantly, make sure to tune in again Tuesday night. We get another podcast dropping. The standings are getting tight. And there's not a lot of games left. But right now we are... Two games back of the sixth seed, which is where Miami is. So if we can beat them on Tuesday, that gives us the tiebreaker because we would win two out of three games against Miami this year. And it pulls us within one game. So it's possible. It's still possible to get that sixth seed. Losing tonight definitely made it harder, but it's still possible. Uh, So that's what we got, guys. Make sure to tune in on Tuesday. Very important game. Have a good night, Celtics fans. Happy Mother's Day to all you mothers out there. I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic. I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic.